Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is a Wednesday edition of the podcast. That can only mean that it's time for some Bill Barnes. I'm recording with him on this fine Tuesday morning. I just finished recording a Facebook Live doing a brief recap of the college football storylines from over this past weekend. Going to continue to do that in moving forward on probably Tuesdays and Thursdays with a preview type of thing, similar with NFL and college football. But today is all about my conversation with my good friend, Bill Barnes. He has agreed to uh, do a Zoom with me again. So I have no idea how his weekend went. Um, Labor Day, of course, and the the extended uh, time off. And hopefully he spent it uh, with some friends and some had some good good times. I didn't get a chance to see Bill, but uh, we'll see what he has to say today. So uh, I won't waste any time. I know he wants to always get right into it. So uh, let me step aside and uh, bring on the one and only Mr. Bill Barnes. It's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. That means it's time for Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. The retired police officer and retired college baseball umpire joins us every week for very strong opinions and very random thoughts. Once again, here is the one and only Bill Barnes. Okay, Bill Barnes joins us once again for the weekly Wednesday when it is Tuesday morning. Bill Barnes, how are you, my friend? Another day above ground is always good. <laughs> Amen to that, sir. Well, uh, cheers with our cu- cups of coffee here. We're fully it's loaded. Morning. It's, it's too early to drink or I'd be drinking, but coffee will have to suffice at this point in time. Yeah, yeah. Coffee, <clears throat> coffee to cocktails. That's uh, that's uh, the motto. And uh, Bill, yesterday was Labor Day, uh, a great three day weekend for most people, most of the uh, the hardworking people out there. I saw a quote from Adam Carolla. I posted it and I thought of you because you're retired, Bill, but you're you're working more now than you than you ever have been with your with your new job. And I, Adam, I, I am. I am. Yeah. And that's <clears throat> I don't know why. Other than the yeah. fact that perhaps I. <clears throat> live beyond my means or something who knows who knows Maybe i just want them i don't know i don't know i'm just doing it they call me i go yeah that's it and this is the quote from adam carolla that i posted and i thought of you bill is if you haven't worked all year don't light a grill on labor day this holiday isn't for you grab yourself a hot pocket well well yeah of course and the other thing is on that is somebody else will grill it for you like like our, our governor <laughs> or a president who 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 give 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 to buy votes to buy um, popularity, and who suck up to the media? That's how he's going to survive this this uh, recall. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope there's enough like-minded people out there who will be completely objective and go to the polls and say, "Fuck this guy, he's gone." <laughs> okay. Yeah. And whether it's Elder, whether it's uh, Kevin Faulkner. Whether it's uh, the bear guy with Cox <clears throat> or whoever, I don't give a shit. Get Newsom out of there, man. He is just a complete cancer to the state of California. He yeah. is enabling the poor. I'm not, I don't want to say the poor. He's enabling the, 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 the sick, lame, and lazy to, to, to continue on with their um, ever- increasing um shitty way of life and he's making the streets a lot less safe for guys like you and me he's making the uh affordability of living in this state completely non-existent i mean matt i'm a guy who worked 30 some years i'm 62 years old and 
I can't afford to go out and buy a fucking house. I don't have $150,000 laying around for a down payment to where my payment would be about $3,500 a month. What the fuck is going on? I'll tell you what's going on. He and Biden, especially Biden, they have allowed, and I'll just call it a fact, the Chinese are coming in and they're buying shit up in our state, in our county, in our city. They are, they are, and it's a fact. And I have no, I have no ax to grind with these folks at all. They are opportunists and I would do the same fucking thing as they are. They're coming in and they're paying cash for property. They're overbidding. Somebody wants, somebody wants uh, $850,000 for a house. They have come in and offer 900,000. What kind of fucking moron wouldn't take that offer? I sure would. Yeah. I sure would. So God bless them. God bless our friends from uh, the, the, the far East. Come on in here and just buy it up. But just be nice to me. Be nice to me. All right. Don't don't come in and club me to death or come in and and and, and spike my punch. Let me live. I'll be I'll be a, a, a good conservative, um, a good, good. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, underling to you. OK, I come in peace. You come in peace. They, they have they they have taken over, Matt. I'm going to, I'm going to make a prediction, Bill. I'm going to make a prediction for you. And I think, you know, this is true. We've actually talked about it before. I think in less than five years, you're going to be out of the state. You're going to be somewhere else with a, with a a nice home somewhere and not here. That or I'll be dead. (laughs) No, no, no. Come on. Let's no, because this state's killing me. It's killing people like you and like myself, you know, you're still young enough. You can get a, uh, you can get, you can get a nice little uh, cushy, uh, executive job with uh, FedEx and, and, and be one of them. You could become a, a Newsomite, you know? You could be one of the high-class high, high class folks that, that, that doesn't give a shit about the middle class, you know? You could be one of them. You still have time. Me, too late. Yeah, I, I'm sur- surprised they have not renamed uh, Labor Day uh, because it, it, it's not it's not all inclusive. It doesn't include everybody because uh, a lot of people are still not working. And did you see, Bill, I think it was Biden, there was a projection 700 thousand jobs 750 or something like that and there was only like 250,000 uh basically I'm uh, rough numbers here of basically open jobs that were were uh filled yeah yeah, yeah. there's no incentive no until you tell people to stop paying people to work to not work then uh it's going to continue and bill I'm saying this as someone who was unemployed for uh, over you know half a year eight months almost well here's the thing as long as there's idiots like me who will continue to pay California taxes to and pay the taxes to to enrich and um, uh, allow the these these sick, lame, and lazy to live, okay? Here it is. I'm paying these folks. I'm putting food on their table and I'm giving them a means to come in, walk into my garage, and steal my shit. Who's the idiot here? It's me. I'm the fucking idiot. But you're paying your fair share. I love that term. Oh, your fair share, your fair share. Yeah, that's a real fancy term there, politicians. Thanks. For every for every hundred thousand dollars I make, I pay about nineteen to twenty thousand dollars in taxes. All oh right. My. So do the fucking math. Wow. Well, if ten percent's good enough for God, that should be way more than enough for the government. Unbelievable. Well, they think they're they think they're better than God. Yeah. Government. Uh, yeah. Very well said. Well said. Uh, well, Bill. Um, you know, let's, let's talk about the weekend. Um, you, you did not work, which is crazy. You seem to be working eight days a week, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I mean, how was, uh, three or four days off? It was great. It was great. Um, had Donna out for a few days. We had a good time, you know, now she's a loyal listener, Matt. She listens not only to me pontificate my stupid shit, but she also listens to almost everyone of your podcast. Who did you have on Friday? John Lee, our good friend from Oregon. Oh, John. Yeah. Okay. She mentioned that she really liked him. Very soft-spoken gentleman, as she put it. Um, again, you know, I'm like your freak freak show guest. Every Wednesday, you put the freak on. You know, you get the gimp out of the closet. You know, wake him up. <laughs> oh, and wow. you come out and you, let, and you let him, you know, mouth off. But you have a very, she says you have such a nice, um, you know, nice, calm show until Wednesdays when they let me unravel. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we need shock and awe. I mean, this is, this is just how it's, how it's got to go. You, you even said it way back April 1st, 2020, you said 
we got to liven up your show a little bit here, Matt. So uh, you've done just that, Bill. You know, I got I got John Lee talking about uh, fighting school boards up in Oregon and then having a nice mm-hmm. spiritual conversation with him. And then and then we bring you on to kind of even everything out. Yeah, I just shoot from the hip with absolutely no fact or knowledge of anything. I just mouth off. You know, it's kind of like the, like the way politicians are, you know, and and the media, the media, Matt, is our biggest biggest enemy they run with all this bullshit i mean they basically crucified larry elder i know they have you know the guy has a beef but a minor beef with a with a with a lady friend that we've all had in our lives and they make it sound like he's uh you know a bad bad man what has he ever done not he hasn't done anything he's a good good you know there's a lot of white privileged assholes out there now that we can we can we can reverse this on them. Mm. There's a lot of white privileged assholes that are keeping the black man down. And these well, are the yeah. these are the people that, that will not vote for the best man for the job, which is Larry Elder. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's funny how narratives vanish, right? I oh, mean, yeah. Larry, I, I am all for it. Wouldn't Larry, Larry be the first black governor of California? I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. don't tell me he's white on the inside. Bullshit. He's a black, he's a proud black man who has grown up with a strong father figure in his life, mm. go figure, and shown him the right way to do things. And he's a perfect example of someone who has pulled himself up by his bootstraps and done a great, great thing in life and has become very successful. And you know what? Maybe his contemporaries can't handle the fact that he's done it the right way and not stood around on a corner for a handout or or robbed a liquor store or set or, or been on the corner and smoked crack or or things like that he's done it the right way he's the sage from south central man and uh he he you know he grew up he he, he was no privilege on his end he was he grew up in uh in the south central rough area got out of there you know and um yeah you're right his father big influence on him military man i believe and so larry larry's big thing which I just wish it, it to me, it sums it up and it makes it sense. He's always, he's just always like, you know what? Aren't you tired? Aren't you tired of the same results? Why don't you try something different? Like he, he's just very clear about that. What do you have to lose? Aren't you tired of the same results or non-results by voting? A Gavin, Gavin Newsom is the perfect example of insanity. Okay. Yeah. You're doing the same things over and over again, expecting a different outcome. It's not going to happen it is the same shit different day or it gets or the mountain of of colossal um dog shit gets worse it gets smellier and it gets worse because nobody nobody has gone out and cleaned up the dog shit that he's made just like he didn't go out and manage the forest correctly and they burn yeah nobody has gone out he has not made sure that um the streets can be safer. He's def- he's been behind defunding police. He'll lick a fireman's ass. Okay, he'll go out and lick and kiss a fireman right between his butt cheeks. But he hates cops. Okay, all right, and that is by des- design to piss him off. All right, I don't I don't know I don't know one person in my in my surrounding life in my circle of friends I don't know one person that likes this guy not one. So the polls I don't believe them. The polls are designed to have you think that Newsom's always just going to win. So fuck it. I won't vote. Don't believe that shit. No cast a vote, cast a vote. um, And hopefully a yes on the recall uh, is is what we're, we're pulling for. But uh, you look at, if you don't, if you don't participate, people don't participate, then yeah, you know what the result's going to be. But if people do participate, there's a chance. So that's why we need to. And Uh, the, the thing I want to say, Bill, about like like politicians and politics, okay, you and I are both on the conservative side of things, but here's my issue with some people on both sides of the aisle. Some people, they don't look at results, right? I don't care uh, if if my my police officer is is noble or or is uh, believes in God or whatever. I want him to protect me, right? But we worry so much. I think what one or two issues are. It's like okay, this guy might be the best for the job as an example, but he doesn't believe in the death penalty. So I can't vote for him. It's like, wait a minute. There might be issues that people you don't agree on. And some people love, uh, you know, they're huge on gun laws or they're huge on, 
uh, I don't know, whatever rights here and there, but they excuse those things because or or they care more about that than the big issues of cleaning something up. Maybe you disagree with some of the things Larry Elder says, but I think the overall uh, the, the overall good he can do would outweigh any of the things you disagree with him on. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and people, you have to understand something. People make up their beliefs system and they believe and they make up their, their, their opinions on things and people from prior experiences, mm. from prior experiences, you know, and, and, and sometimes your prejudices that you build up throughout your life are very difficult to overcome because you have that traumatic incident in your mind. For example, this was relayed to me a, a couple months ago. Uh, a coworker of mine happens to be black, great guy, former cop in the Orange County area. Um, he's a tell it like it is guy, stand up guy. Um, he told me a story where he had to go to a training seminar up north, and he's a big, well built guy, kind of well, really well put together, such as I am. And <laughs> so anyway, he uh, he was saying that. The, the person that was, a, it was a physical um, training uh, class to be an instructor in martial arts or something to, to that effect. The, um, the other officer they put with him was a small, uh, thin, kind of an unassuming looking white female. And the reason they did this is because evidently she had had, she had been a cop in San Francisco area and she had basically been beaten to within an inch of her life by a group of five to six black individuals. And she, she survived only because when they caught these guys, they asked her, why didn't you kill her? And they said, uh, we chose not to. So by the grace of God, these five thugs didn't kill this cop because they decided not to. So the, the, instru- the, the instructor wanted her to perhaps te- they wanted to test her ability to come back get back into the game so they put her with this guy and he didn't know he didn't know to the end of the end of the end of the uh deal because he was asked and you know he said she was very professional they they got along very well however um you know usually in, in classes like that when you get a bunch of cops together you know, you train during the day and then you just go and you kind of do a little, you know, debriefing and networking in the evening time. She chose not to do any of this. She just didn't go out. So the reason I'm saying this is because she had a, her belief system was that, you know what, color meant something to her because the color of the people that down killed her were black. All right. Now, did she put her prejudice aside and work with this guy and try to overcome it yes but you still you decide you have a a a stigma attached to you just like a lot of blacks have negative stigmas attached to whites because they have been treated poorly by whites i'll be the first one to, to admit that that has happened just as whites at times have been brutalized beaten and 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 mugged and robbed by blacks in in, in certain situations so you have you you build up this this thought process and a and a prejudice against these type of people because of what you've been through a young kid who's born a one two-year-old who embraces another black one or two-year-old they haven't had this inbred in their minds yet and everybody's beautiful we're all one color and everything's great well as you get older and as you get experiences in your life things change things change they don't often change for the best they change for the worst, and it takes a lot to overcome that. It takes a very like-minded, fair-minded person to not um, hold this in their in their thought process and their decision making throughout their whole life. So my point of this whole rant is, um, you become a product of what you've been victimized by. No, sure. And, and, and I, I get that. It's not, it's not prejudice or anything. It's just you, your mind naturally does that. I think when you, especially almost dying, almost being killed, 
I mean, right. well, I mean, as another example, I mean, you've always said, first of all, Bill, you're, you're not, uh, you're not against any group of people. You, you just dislike people in general. I don't like people that are yeah. assholes. Yeah. You're and okay. As we all know, as we all know, <laughs> if we look up enough assholes, they all come in, in different colors. Okay? Oh yeah. 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 I don't like bad people, period. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm against. Amen. And Amen. if you, if you, if you lined up a hundred cops behind me here, of all different colors, they'll say the same thing. Mm. Then I, I would jump in a in a frozen river to try to save a black family, just as I would a white family. Mm. Okay, because that's what we were trained to do. We didn't see color until until it was used against us. Oh. If that means, if that makes any sense. Interesting. No, yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying. I mean, and these are these are touchy subjects and things because people can re- overreact one way or another. Well, they are, they can be, they can be, but if you just decide, hey, uh, let's just call it what it is and let's put the bullshit aside and let's let you know color not enter this, we can we can probably fix it. Yeah, we no, can I, probably fix it. I, I, I but do everybody think- gets hung up on. Well, he's a black man. He's not going to understand. He's a white man. He's not going to understand. Well, you're right. He's not. But let's put all that aside and let's understand where that black man's come from, where that white guy's come from, and start there. Yeah, I had a great conversation with um, Rod Bazuzzi, Huntington Beach PD. I don't know if you heard that, um, but he was talking about uh, you know a lot of kind of some racial issues because he grew up in a rough area and um, he talked about his, some of his work as a police officer. And how he was out, he was training a, a new, a new, um, a new officer, uh, his trainee. And this guy was getting kind of, you know, antsy at a stop or whatever. And after it was all said and done, this officer Bazuzzi said, Hey, why didn't you put your hands on that guy? And like, you know, uh, neutralize him. And he was just like, well, I didn't think I could do anything until he, he, he touched me. And he's like, dude, you're going to die with that yes. mentality. You're right. going to die. <laughs> and so yeah. there's a hesitancy, even with not just officers who've been through some, some trauma there, but also some of the newer, fresher ones, Bill, because you of the know, media. Yeah, I, I was, you know, I, funny story here. I, as you know, I, I went to a high school, you know, Jesus Christ, 47 years ago, that now is predominantly minority, both Hispanic and black. But back then it was probably 60%, 65% white the rest minority however you, we had some bad we had some bad asses that, that that were in that that went to school with me one of which was a guy named albert marx look him up albert marx was a serial rapist oh uh, a serial he wanted he, he was and he he was arrested in riverside in the mid 80s for breaking and entering into women's houses and their single women older women's houses in their 80s and 90s raping them and then the dumbass would fall asleep right next to him. And that's how he was caught. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, it was a sick, twisted, sadistic fuck. Okay. Wow. In ninth grade, in ninth grade, he was my language arts partner in class. Now, let's go back to when I was about 14 years old and I had to partner up with Albert Marx. Okay. I knew then that this guy is fucked up. He is a sick, twisted shit. And I told him, I go, Albert, man, I go, you're going to, I go, from what you're talking about and from what you say and that look in your eye, dude, you are going to, you are going to either die before you're 25 years old or you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison, man, or die in prison because you are fucked up. Some of the things he would say, I don't even want to repeat. I mean, this is a 14 year old, sick, twisted fucking mind that he had. And when I was a young cop and I'd heard that Albert Marx, you know, I was brand new. I'd heard that he did this and he was convicted and it was a no brain. I mean, he went, I mean, he got life plus, I don't know, 50 years of his death in, in prison. He'll never, he'll never see the light. Unless of course our idiotic governor decides to let him out. And God only knows, you know, yeah. but this guy, um, you know, he's still in prison and he'll probably die in there. Let's hope. And, but I'm I mean, sorry, Bill. I'm sorry, but a, but a guy like that does not deserve second chances. Uh, no, no, oh, no. He is. He is. I mean, my point exactly. Some people can be reformed. Some mm-hmm. people can be rehabilitated because that's what prison and, and incarceration is supposed to do. No, no, there, there is no type of 
of the only shot he needs is the horse needle and put him to sleep. Okay. Cause this guy was an absolute, he was fucked up. Right. Oof. I mean, yeah. And, and so again, but my point is, is I, I was, you know, I had moved from a city that was 99% white people. I went to North high school. So I was first introduced to, to um, minorities when I was 14 years old. And I still, I didn't let him, I didn't let this guy, you know, totally uh, <clears throat> whitewash my mind, so to speak for forever. I still, you know, was able to, you know, um, see through that and that not all folks are that way and not all white people are bad, not all black people, are bad, but there are bad people. Yeah. And that yeah. if people would just understand that there are there, that, that, that bad comes in all colors and get that through their minds, it would be a better place. Yeah. Stop trying to put, lump everybody into a group. They do that with cops. I mean, when they're, when they're preaching the same thing that not all, you know, not all, uh, whatever group are criminals. Well, not all, not all cops are bad either. You know, to, to, to your point. Hey, 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 and not all Democrats are bad. I like that. No. Guy, Joe, Mannion. Joe Mannion from, I think he's from Virginia or Maryland. He seems like a like-minded, good Democrat. And in 2024, if they're going to push a Democrat on us again, because they have all the power, they have all the people and they can, they can, you know, manipulate the voting machines. I wouldn't mind him staying, being, being the front runner, hmm. get, get, get Kamala the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because yeah. she is an, she is an empty pantsuit. She is a zero. Yeah. I, I am. It baffles me uh, that she is where she is, but uh, we kind of know why. Uh, anyway, uh, Bill, you mentioned about you being a young cop. I did post your photo this morning. The two side-by-side ones that you posted oh, present day. Yeah. And you got some hair on your head. Wow. Bill. You got a weird looking mustache here. I'm looking right at it. I posted well, that was gro- that, that I, you know, the day I graduated from the Academy, I didn't shave the upper lip anymore because I wanted to have a mustache like all the other guys. We weren't allowed to have them in the Academy. So that is a burned out rainforest. You know, that was definitely, definitely a victim of, um, of uh, uh you know environmental whatever they say it is you know that was that was the first that was the first um glimpse of uh of um god i feel like joe biden right now i can't think come on you know I, the thing uh, the, yeah the, that was the first glimpse of um climate change right there was my mustache in 1984 ah okay very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I posted the photo and then uh, one of our friends of the program, he actually is an assistant basketball coach at Cal Baptist University here in Riverside. And mm-hmm. he said, uh, Joey Wellman, he, he just simply said, love Bill. So he tunes, <laughs> he tunes in every week and, and listens as well. And I know <laughs> you and I are. Joey, thank you. You guys are going to have another great year. You're the, you're the class uh, team of the uh, uh, West Coast Conference. No. Western whack. Athletic, the WAC. Sorry, WAC. I'm WAC. I yeah. just have to remember the WAC conference because I'm okay. The WAC, okay. and um, you guys will have another great year. And um, it's a shame, it's criminal that the NCAA has this ridiculous rule that just because you're a first year expansion team or second year team in a league, you cannot go to the playoffs. Yeah. Did they say that? To the, uh, Whoa, we lost. We got, uh, yeah. Uh, did they say that to the? You know, to, to, they said to major league t- teams. Do they say that to any any other any other sport? And I mean, you're a first year high school team, and you qualify for the playoffs. Do they make you sit home? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think so. No, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I'd like to know the reason for that. Oh, it's embarrassing. I'd like to know the reason for a lot of the NCAA shit that they do. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, no, thanks for tuning in, Joe. Joe's an avid listener, and yeah, go Lancers. You and I are both supporters of the. Uh, Cal Baptist program. Uh, much respect to those guys. You know, uh, I, I read that I read that their baseball coach Gary Adcock was extended through I think the year two thousand and seventy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he's uh, going to be there probably till the day he dies. Great coach. Um, he's got his. He's got. He's you know. I mean, he's got his interesting way about him. But he. But he. You know. He. He brings success every year. So that's what you want in a program. And congratulations to him as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Bill, did you see uh, just when you thought ESPN could not get more, uh, I don't know, dumbed down, whatever. Did you see the fake high school that duped ESPN into playing a game against uh, IMG Academy or whatever? Bishop Sycamore, tech, not even a real high school, really. And they had like some college players 
playing on this. Uh, it's under investigation here. But how how could ESPN be trained? <laughs> something like that? I can't even believe it. I don't even worry. Because they're a bunch of because they're a bunch of idiotic woke believing jackoffs. <laughs> so that, that sums it up. Okay, so it's pretty easy. Just like NBC would have, ABC, CBS, all of them. Post, it's a post. His coach described it as not a high school, but a post grad football academy. We do not offer curriculum. I, <laughs> so, it's a, so so it's a it's a it's a uh, semi pro uh, beer league team. Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Yeah, and they, they pretended to be high school and and to get on ESPN because they uh, to televise this game. So shame on ESPN for not doing a little bit of research. I mean, how about a little? Doesn't that, surprise that would, me. That would ask. That would be too much. That would, Does not that would. surprise me in the least. Uh, Bill, you've been through a few breakups, a time or two. I have, I have a question for you. This isn't to, to knock you down a peg or anything. I. It was just a theor- a kind of a thing I had. I I was thinking about the other day. Um, whether it's a job or a relationship, you know, any breakup. I think there's always kind of a winner and a loser. Maybe there's two losers some in, in some situations, but do you kind of understand what I'm saying? And, and I, I, I've received that phone call from, or, or text or whatever from an ex-girlfriend who, uh, you know, wants to maybe try again or whatever. And you don't, and you're like, you know what? Okay, cool. I won that relationship and maybe a job too. I was walked away from a job and they kind of wanted you back. And I'm like, I don't know. It made me feel a little bit better. Have you ever experienced anything like that? No, no. <laughs> I'm with me. They are done. I don't get a second chance, dude. I burned my bridge. I, I, I put so much demolition on a bridge and blow it up <laughs> that there's no, no, no coming back. Actually, no, not true. Um, I, I had a second chance. We, I, 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 I tried to reconcile one of my marriages one time and when it's done, it's done. Don't try a second time don't it's a waste just just fuck it move on once there's once there is a a uh yeah once there's something once your 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 neck has been severed there's no way you can go back (laughs) you've already bled out move on yeah no i i got you i just i recently uh kind of experienced uh, with a not me but a friend of a friend and it was like okay that's uh well you probably won man you won if they want you back the job or whatever hey you did you 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 Hold your head high. Um, Bill, have you seen a, you've been out about, right? Restaurants and such. I, I was, uh, I don't get out as much as you do, but I found that kind of the, some of the workers in restaurants and uh, even, uh, even some fast food places, like everybody seems a step slow. I think a lot of people don't have a ton of experience. It kind of reminds me of when the NFL had replacement officials a few years ago, job kind of gets done, but it's not as good or smoothly. Everyone's shorthanded. It seems like. Well, yeah, there's just lack, lack of personnel. I mean, we, I went out to, to a restaurant yesterday um, and they seemed overwhelmed. I mean, you had a lot of people wanting to eat and not as much staff to help, and they were overwhelmed. And you can't blame them because you know what? They're the ones that aren't taking the, the free meal from or the free money from the government. They're the ones stopped to working. God bless them. And it's their people that they used to work with who are fucking them because they, want to sit home and and collect the handout you know they want to they want to eat the government cheese instead of uh you know going out and making a living for themselves so yeah I, i've i've noticed that uh especially in the service industries such as restaurants bars etc i have to wait longer for my drinks i've got to wait longer for my food and you know it's just the way it is now nothing you can do yeah yeah you, you kind except, of expect except, it except vote newsome out <laughs> yeah that that at least we're trying something maybe maybe we'll see some changes but uh i think we gotta yeah get people back to work for sure um uh i mean there's no reason not to anymore i mean everyone else is back to a lot of other uh places are back to work it's like come on let's get out there let's get this economy going whatever but uh some people just are always looking for a reason to not work bill some people will just ride it out as best they can <clears throat> Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have made it way too easy to be a a a, uh, a complete stay at home, do nothing. Mm-hmm. No, and, yeah, that's true. Um, you know, if you can't do it, somebody will do it for you. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, excuse me, Bill. Uh, I, uh, my friend Bill Ritter sent me a, um, a, uh, a video on YouTube of uh, a, an ejection in Major League Baseball. I think Ramon DeJesus is the, uh, is the uh, plate umpire, ejects the, the manager, Craig Council. And then our friend Chris Cuccioni steps in with a great pick and a stone-faced uh, look about him. So my the question from my buddy Bill was just kind of like, uh, Hey, can you explain what's kind of the, what is that like? Is it just, is it, is it talked about beforehand? Why, why is it that umpires always steps in and kind of uh, sets a pick for the other umpire so that uh, he can get away? What's the reasoning behind that? What's, what's been your experience, Bill? Well, you know, first of all, Chris Guccione is one of the best human beings I've ever met a down to earth, good guy. Mm. He tells it like it is. I remember meeting him when he was an up and down guy in the year 2000. He was maybe 26 years old. He worked in the Cal League like three years before that. He was he, he came to the minor leagues very quickly. And I remember telling him, I said, hey, man, you're going to have a great career. Was, well, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see, you know, <laughs> and he did. I mean, here's a guy who is already like an interim crew chief, obviously, because he's in set and picks. Yeah. Right. So he's, he's the crew chief now. I mean, now he was the crew chief on that. I haven't seen it, but I know that Gooch has um, been a crew chief uh, on an interim basis. And it's hard to believe because, you know, he's, he's a young guy, but he does a great job. He's already worked, I believe, two World Series. And yeah. he does a great job. But anyway, here's the reason. Because, um, the pick. you know, here's, here's, you know, smart-ass Bill Barnes on the field. He's He's already, he's ejected a manager. Manager comes out and he wants to get his money's worth. And I'm probably going to want to get my money's worth because I'm a little old school and you really can't do that nowadays. <laughs> so as I'm starting to, 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 you know, rip into him just as he's ripping into me, down comes uh, Matt Hershima who steps. I see him come and I go, okay, and I know that's my cue that I'm done. Otherwise, I'm going to say shit that's going to get me in trouble. And I'm going to get a fine or suspended or both. So once Matt comes in, sets the pick, I walk the opposite way. So if the manager's going to follow me, he's going to have to go through Matt to get to me. He's going to look like the aggressor. He's the one who's made contact and he's the bad guy. And, and so generally, it's a way, it is a way to protect the ejecting umpire. Yeah. Nothing. Once you're, once you've, for, there are exceptions. Once you've ejected a guy, the conversation is over. Nothing more is going to be said. Uh, there's nothing really beneficial that's going to happen uh, in that conversation. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's pretty much like death. It's <laughs> death for that guy for that game. He's done. No, there's done. He's done. His, he is, he has expired. Yeah. He's well, through. And, and because he's been ejected now, now, you know, now he can say whatever he wants and they usually do. They come at you. And, and in this video that uh, Bill Ritter sent me, uh, the other concept of it is it's, the, the the one umpire was a, a young young guy number four, four guy on the crew and mm -hmm. so it's an opportunity it's a switch everybody knows when that crew chief comes in it's okay you've said enough it's time to go it's an authority type thing we have bill occasionally seen where the crew chief is the ejecting umpire no one comes down because he's no. going to handle business and he's going to be like oh you want to go down, we'll go no, no nobody came down to get in between Bill Haller and Earl Weaver back in 1980 or whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nobody came down to get it. And, and, and if you see the video, um, you can get it on cameo. I believe that's the only place you can find it. You see Ken Kaiser and the Chicago white Sox manager back in the day. Um, God, I can't remember his, his cousin was an umpire. You remember him? It was a white uh, Sox manager. Greg, 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 uh, Greg something. Anyway, Three pitches into the game, Kaiser throws out the manager from uh, Chicago, and they get at it. And this is like the mid-90s, and it wasn't until about five, six, seven minutes later that Joe Brinkman finally sauntered down. And so if, if you as a crew chief think, okay, this guy needs to air it out, you're going to let him go a little bit. You're yeah. gonna, you, have to, you have to know your partners. Oh, big time. Yeah. Absol absolutely and uh just like hey just like just like uh jarvo let me go back with uh, bobby brown that day in uh in lincoln you know yeah 
Yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, you you went nose to nose. You went pretty good. And uh, you know, Mike, Mike, just say, hey, handle it, Bill. I mean, did you did you see the ejection? Tom Hallion had one recently with uh, Andy Green. Yes, yes. And if you're a lip reader, um, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. yeah. Andy Green must must be a pain in the ass to those guys. Oh, he's got to be. He's got. He's got to be because Tom just lit into him and um said some really vulgar things it was very 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 uh not so uh, nice you know i'm t- i'm telling you bill uh you know we know this there's there's different rules for uh for crew chiefs we'll say you know crew chiefs a uh, little bit more can be said yeah he'll get fined and he won't give a shit yeah he won't care nope. not not at all i thought i was going to be able to pull be able to pull it up here for a second because we got new technology here, Bill. We got new things going on about the podcast. Well, I, look I at- see that you've painted your back wall in the get home safe, uh, uh, you know, genre there. I, I don't think your, your apartment owner is going to like the fact he's going to have to come in and repaint when you move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, it did take some work. Uh, I, I, I do not, uh, I do not go in straight lines. Uh, are you see, are you seeing the screen right now, Bill? I am. Okay. This is just new, new technology, man. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. So that was the play at the plate here. I want to kind of get to the, uh, the, the Hallion part. Cause, oh yeah, there's a good spot right there. <laughs> he, he just gives it to Andy green and Andy green tries to walk away a few times and he just keeps, he keeps on him. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. See the two guy got, tries to come down and talk there to walk the crew chief away, but crew chief, Wants no, he wants to stay in it and just keep. No, he's not gonna. He's not gonna let Phil Cuzzy uh, uh, come in and 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 interrupt this match. When yeah. when when Tom's done, Tom will decide when he's done. <laughs> just hammering him, man. I love it. And uh, Tom was the guy mic'd up a few years ago in the in the Mets Dodger game where they ejected uh, Syndergaard mm-hmm. and was mic'd up. You got a real good insight there to uh, to uh, to umpire umpire Lego. I've, with, I've, uh, I've met with, I've met uh, Tom Hallion and Tom with, is a nice man. But you can tell he's got that gleam in his eye that if someone pisses him off, you're gonna get up, you're gonna get, you're gonna get told. And obviously, Mr. Green did. Yeah, he hammered him really good. And and Tom, you know, he looks calm too. He's screaming at the guy. He's got his hands in his pocket. It's all call. He gets all. Oh man, I love it. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll move on. Thank you, Bo Ritter, for sending in uh, that that uh, that question or or just topic, I should say. Uh, Bill, big news from over the weekend. Um, College football returned. Well, it was it was back the previous weekend, but uh, full schedule this week. Uh, we saw huge crowds. We saw uh, the passion, the pageantry, a lot of patriotism as well in places like Texas A and M. I mean, did you get a chance to to see some of the sights and sounds from the weekend? Well, I saw the I saw the Wisconsin uh, where they were shaking the stadium down. The place was going to fall apart, and they were yelling up, yelling, jumping around. I I, I liked that. I, I like the fact that these people are not afraid to live. Yeah. They're not afraid to get out there and roll the dice and say, fuck it. You know what? We're not, we're, we're not afraid. We're going to live. And I'm sure a lot of them were vaccinated. A lot of them probably had it. So they had a little bit of immunity and there were probably some there that didn't, I didn't see a whole lot of masks, but I saw everybody was butthole to belly button. <laughs> and um, yes, they're outside. There might have been a breeze, but still, um, you know, they just I, and I'm, I'm curious to see if there was a big uh, COVID outbreak from this thing. Oh, I'm sure someone, you know, they, they'll they'll uh, they'll run with it. They'll 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 cause a they'll stir it up and do whatever they can to make it seem like, see, you know, super spreaders. And back, and back when the common cold was was something that people got. People made uh, people would. I don't remember people screaming and yelling about there was a common cold outbreak because of, uh, you know, or even the flu or anything else. But COVID has become, again, so sensationalized. Now, I'm not saying since I know people have died from it. I know that it's a horrible fucking thing. I get it. However, however, are we going to be, are we going to run with this thing forever? When is, when, when is enough enough? No, people are tired of being locked up. And it's time for everybody to make their own decisions. I thought it was a big, um, a big statement by college football fans. And look at a lot of people in the Midwest and the South, whatever. But even on the West Coast, Bill, 
I know LSU came to the Rose Bowl with UCLA, uh, but so it was a full crowd there. The Coliseum, SC's opener, it wasn't totally full, but a lot of people. People have been starving for, especially here on the West Coast, to get out into athletic venues, especially football. And I, it was so, it was so great for me to see. I didn't how, think. How, how does UCLA beat LSU? LSU uh-huh. must be completely dog shit. You, you know what, Bill? They UCLA is not. You don't typically think of this in them, but they they ran the they ran the ball great, and they were extremely physical with LSU. It did not look like a typical Pac-12 versus SEC matchup. That was that was shocking to me. Yeah, they not only beat them, but it was pretty decisive. Yeah, it was an eleven point game. I it felt like it felt like two touchdowns, a two at least uh, seventeen points even. I mean, they bludgeoned them, uh, two hundred plus yards rushing. I mean, in this pass happy uh, craze we're in, it's nice to see teams get up there and, and run the heck out of the football. Which I know back when you were coaching, you know you were a big fan of, right? Run the ball. Well, I was I was a pass guy. I like to pass, <laughs> and I like to do fake punts and fake kicks and fake extra <laughs> points because I was a special teams guy. That's right. You're one of those, right. those big plays. But as Woody Hayes said with the forward pass, there's three things that can happen and two of them are bad. So right. run that football, man. But UCLA, I think they're a real team. Chip Kelly, I think this is year three, maybe four for him. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd watch out for the Bruins only two games in, but they look good, Bill. Yeah, they do. They do. They look good. They beat Hawaii pretty decisively. And uh, Hawaii's either, you know, they're, they're like, you know, they're like Hawaiians. They'll either get up and work or they'll just lay around all day. And uh, evidently, you know, the Hawaiians came over and they just laid around. So anyway. <laughs> beat them up. Uh, USC, yeah. not that impressive. I mean, they beat San Jose State. They're supposed to. Big test next, next week against Stanford. So I, I cannot imagine, unless they go undefeated or something. This is, I say it every year, but this has got to be Clay Helton's last year, don't you think? Who know. else is out there? Who else are they going to hire? That's true. And is SC that attractive of a job anymore? No, fuck no. Who wants to go? Who wants to go to SC, man? Yeah, that's true. And yeah, even they got no money. They got no money because they've had to pay out lawsuits on the uh, gynecological lunatic uh, <laughs> they had. It's not a laughing matter. This guy, oh this guy, goodness. you know, was was was, you know, making uh, you know making Bill Cosby look like nothing. I mean. And that other guy, the other Hollywood guy. I mean, this guy was a complete jack off. How do these sickos get into these positions where they're able to do stuff like this? It's unbelievable. We never really talked about that, but you <laughs> I don't know, man. man. It's like, you know, it's like. Background oh check? No background check on guys like this? I mean, I don't mean, I don't mean to laugh. You're right, Billy. It was, but they, yeah, they are paying out a boatload of money in, in uh, and all that that occurred so no I'm plus, with you know, they can't plus you know they can't they can't recruit like they used to they can't accept millions of dollars and just to put their you know, a kid on the team so that's come to an end you know there's a whole lot of uh things that sc is and doesn't get to do anymore no well, anyway. no not at all well uh, i was just so happy to see uh new stadiums and bill i know you've been vaccinated and you've already had COVID anyway but let's say maybe you didn't have those things would you would you be comfortable Sitting in a in a packed stadium, a full house like that, I, I would. I mean, I I'm younger than you though too, so I, I don't know. That's a great question. I have no idea. I have no idea. I can't answer that. Okay. Pro- probably, probably not. To be honest with you, because uh, you know, I I kind of <laughs> I seem to overthink things, and um, I dreaded getting that that COVID, but I got it, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I said, well, you know, I. I escaped the uh, walking the plank once. I don't want to get it again. Yeah. So I'll get vaccinated. So no, I don't think I would. Okay. And I, no. Call me a COVID Nazi. Call me whatever. I don't give a shit. That's just me. All right. Well, I don't like. Hey, my lower back is so screwed up from years and years of doing stupid shit. I actually went and had my first acupuncture treatment the other day. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, you know. Instead of them sticking needles in my brain like they should, they stuck it in my lower back. And I, I'll tell you what, it, it, yeah, I feel a lot better. Do, so how does that, do they like numb you? Like how does, no, does they, they just, they, they, I feel a small little needle prick in my back and then it, for like a second and it, you know, it, it jolts you a little bit. And then they did a cupping deal and the cupping actually felt really good. Interesting. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, Bill, your back's always been uh, screwed up from cop work and umpiring. I mean, have you ever yeah. gone to a chiropractor? I have, and it, it, it makes it worse. Really? Interesting. Yeah, it's ner- I think my shit is nerves and, and you know, maybe just diarrhea for a backbone. Hell, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, you got a great spine, Bill, great backbone. We've heard that plenty of times here on the podcast. Uh, Bill, what do you make, though, of to put put the, the politics of it aside and everything? I mean, what did you make of seeing college football back on on tv with full crowds i i thought it was it was man this is a taste of normal win-win i loved it great yeah great uh, uh and then this upcoming uh weekend of course we'll we'll uh we'll, we'll react to everything next week but the nfl is back i know you know well you know i'm excited about my my rams uh do you have any predictions for us barnstradamus and how the nfl season is going to go um let's see Watch out for the New Orleans Saints. Really? Mm-hmm. And what's the reason you think uh, Jameis Winston will, will be a good option there? No, no. They'll, 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 he'll get hurt. They'll bench him. They'll pray. They'll bring somebody in. Um, he could be. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I just, something just tells me, look out for the Saints. Saints. The Saints will go marching in. Okay. I know. That's safe. They're in uh, that Tom Brady division, so that's going to be tough. But um, – yeah, we'll see. Rams open up against the Bears this Sunday night. Cowboys Bucks on Thursday night, a day after this is is out. So uh, it's hard to believe that it's that it's here. You know, it's- the Rams always played Chicago terrible. Look for look for the Bears beating the the Rams pretty convincing convincingly on Sunday. Really? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in Chicago or out of here? No, it's here. So far. Okay, they're gonna lose. The Rams are gonna lose. <laughs> Okay. No, I, I'm just curious of your, your logic there, but no, I, I, I mean, they can lose, but I think they're the better team. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. Biden was the better team. You saw what happened there. <laughs> Bill, what do you think about doing next week? Uh, the re let's see the recall is next Tuesday, a week from today. Uh, what do you think about, um, what do you think about doing a show Tuesday? I don't know, maybe even late Tuesday night reaction to the, to the uh, election or I don't know. What well, you're I'm going to be throwing shit. I'm going to be, I'm going to be really pissed off. I'm going to be throwing shot glasses in my kitchen, breaking windows and yelling and screaming because if I don't get the, um, the uh, results, I want the results. So that might be, enter- it could be entertaining. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's just an idea. We'll, we'll see how our schedules coincide, but right. Um, it would be, it'd be breaking news. It'd be breaking news. We, we may even do a Facebook live. We'll see. Um, but I, I don't know if I had to guess, I, here's what I want. I want Larry Elder to be the governor. I do. If I have to predict, I think, I think Newsom is going to survive. I, I do. I think I'm a worst case scenario kind of guy typically. And I think Newsom will survive. Yeah. I'm a worst case scenario guy too. I think Newsom will survive and the world will end on September 15th. <laughs> <laughs> That's Valerie's birthday. Don't say that. Well, She'll have a birth, she'll have a memorable memorable birthday, won't she? Go go out with a bang, go out in style. Uh, Bill, you know what she made me watch last? Well, not made me, but uh, she had talked it up. And uh, I know you're a fan of this movie. I wasn't all that impressed. I got to be honest. Uh, the Big Lebowski saw it for the first How time. How can you not like the? You are a, you are an un-American communist fuck. You did not like the Big Lebowski. What is wrong with you? It was okay. What, what was, is wrong with oh, you? So many things. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was built. I love John Goodman. He was hilarious. I'll give you that. And I know, I know you've been the big Lebowski for the past couple Halloween. And it's, it's, you know, the third, I mean, he's probably going to come out again this year. Oh, oh, if it's not broke, if it's not broke. Why, yeah. why fix it? You know, Hey man, I, Hey, I got a beverage here. That was, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe you have a high standard of movies. I don't know. Well, you know, I've seen some of the movies you like and, and <laughs> shut up. Come on. I think here's the problem with any movie is when people hype it up and then I, I, I have an expectation and it usually doesn't, it could be anything, comedy, action, whatever. And it usually doesn't fulfill the expectation. It like, like most anything, if you have zero expectations, you enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. some good good lines from that movie very good lines yes you know, uh, everybody wants to you know everybody wants to be the big lebowski everybody wants to have that lifestyle you know go bowling every day and live life in a bathrobe what could be better 
and drink That's white true. Russians and drink a white Russian, you know, continuously. Have you, ever, you have you ever, I've never had a white Russian. What is I have it? not. I have not. I've not. I don't, I don't know. It's got Kahlua. I don't know what's in it. I have no idea. I don't think that's sweet drink. And I don't really do sweet. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you stick to your whiskey Cokes typically. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't, I didn't. Okay. White Russian cocktail, uh, coffee liqueur. That's another thing. I don't do coffee. I like drinking hot in the mornings, not, not an iced coffee. I don't get these people that drink iced coffees during the day. And no. you know, it's just crazy. No, I like right. my, I like my, my, uh, my, my Johnny Walker red, my blonde, my, my, my women brunette and uh, coffee hot. <laughs> I almost said blonde. I almost yeah, said blonde. You did. I got my ass kicked. For that. Yes. Yes. No, no blondes in your life. The Donna is uh, by the way, I didn't say thank you to Donna for, for, for being a, a new loyal listener. Very cool to hear. Uh, <clears throat> how are things going with, with Donna? You guys, you, you, any nice, nice food spots or cocktails this uh, weekend? We kind of already talked about that, but. We're just uh, some old stomping grounds. And, you know, I mean, this is a wreck. I, she and I have not even had come. I, I've been there for about four months now. Okay. And I got to tell you, I have not even come close to getting in any type of argument with her, disagreement with her, um or any type of of anger issues from either one of us um you know i mean i don't know what what it is i guess maybe it's the uh <clears throat> it's that uh um the knockout the knockout uh stuff in the in the cloth that i put on her mouth to keep her i don't know oh, Could be. Oh, chlorophyll that's yeah it's the chlorophyll <laughs> You're the worst. You are the I worst. Am. Oh, I my. <laughs> I, here's what my whole goal. She watches this, you know, when she's at work, right? While she's working. My goal is to make her laugh so uncontrollably hard that at her desk that people think she's a little, you know, off. Well, she is off. Look at, look at her taste in men. Well, I mean, yeah. Come and on. I don't know. I don't know what, at what point in her life spiraled downward to where she would end up with me. Exactly. I, I, and the fact that, that you, I mean, there's plenty of things to get after you about and to, you know, to pick you apart on, you make mistakes daily and it, she, no arguments, not one. Wow. That is hard to believe. She's got a high level. She's got a high tolerance for, for, for idiots. I guess. <laughs> she should have been a special, she should have been a special ed teacher. Yeah. No kidding. Donna, it's been, a, it's been a while. We gotta, we gotta see her. Hey, I'm serious about, we gotta, at a, at a, uh, watering hole, we need to find one that will allow us to set up in the corner and do, and do a show with, with an audience there. I think that could be some fun. You know, we've got in all seriousness, we have to get her, we've got, I'm, and I've been trying to talk her into it. We have to get her daughter on the show. Oh, really? Her daughter, doing? her daughter, Casey is a, a well-respected, uh, well-connected dog trainer down in the San Fernando Valley. She trains dogs. Uh, she is, she trains a lot of uh, celebrity dogs. I won't go into the names, but I'll let her do that. Um, and she's really, really good. And she would be, she'd be a fun interview. Okay. Now, I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why. She has a personality a lot like mine. She likes to say the word fuck every once in a while. And she likes to get, get after it, you know, about people who are idiots. And she would be a very good guest for you. Okay. And I've been trying to talk. I've been trying to talk her into doing it. Set it up. Set it up. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do it. I, I, she, that's why she deals with dogs because she can't handle people, right? People are idiots. No, no, no. She hates people like I do. Yeah. That's why she likes dogs. Dogs can, can listen. Dogs very well, except her own dogs, which scratch the shit out of me all the time. <laughs> and you bleed so, easy. You bleed really I'm an, easy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get a paper cut and, and, and I need a transfusion. Absolutely. Oh. Definitely. Saint so. Donna. Well, I, we gotta we gotta get together. Uh, not so much. It's not fun seeing you. It's it's fun seeing her. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's why when my friends, you know, we get together, you know, they don't want to see me. They they all they want to do is 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 uh, talk to her. You're just the driver. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. I, I just, just just a facilitator. <laughs> uh, Bill. Yeah, we'll help, hopefully see her soon. Uh, Bill, I finished Bosch. Finally, the final season. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. The ending, I thought, I thought they took a, I thought they, I thought they did what they could with it. Um, it was okay. 
Uh, but I, I love some of the one-liners that of, of cop talk, really crate and barrel are hilarious. Uh, where are those suspects? Oh, Miami and uh, Vegas. Wow. Sunny spots for shady people. I mean, <laughs> they're just hilarious. And you've told me repeatedly how accurate all that stuff is. Pretty much. What did you make of the ending? Were you okay with it? I, no, I didn't really like it. I thought it was kind of unbelievable. You know, it's kind of bullshit. Okay. I don't, not, not very realistic, but it was okay. I mean, Whatever. Yeah, yeah, the big, the the big scene uh, before you know, I didn't, I didn't. It was, they tried to do a little too much, but then uh, where he ended up going and everything, I was like, okay, fine. It has to end some way. Well, um, I can tell you this: there's no way a police chief would ever come in and garner the release of a suspect. A, a chief wouldn't know how to get inside a jail. B, he wouldn't know what paperwork to use. C he'd have some underling do it. So with the chief coming in and doing it himself, no. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I lost all, it all, lost all credibility right there. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like the, the the bar scenes where all the cops are in there and then talk. I, the Billets, I loved her. Lieutenant Billets, uh, she, was, she was great, spot on. And then Harry Bosch. Well, that's, you know, a chief doing police work is like Joe Biden doing infantry work. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> He's just making bad decisions to the yeah. point where, uh, you know, it, I mean, what he did, I'm not going to belabor it because we beat the shit out of it, but what he did in, Af- in Afghanistan was horrible. I mean, he left everybody behind. Even Forrest Gump went back and got Lieutenant Dan and uh, Bubba. And, and Bubba. <laughs> okay. Amen. Amen. Well said, Bill. Very well said. Uh, yeah, we could belabor that some more, but anyway. Uh, Bill, final thoughts. Next week is the recall election on Tuesday. We'll record either that Monday or that day, maybe. But uh, I mean, I-, I hope California gets out and votes. Well, what are your final thoughts? Uh, our final show before the uh, recall. Uh, get out and 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 vote yes. Even if you don't pick some other person in that, vote. Get out and vote yes. 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 Get Just- this guy out of there. Put the effort in California people. Uh, Otherwise, shame on you. If you like the same results, you like everything that's going on in this state. um, Well, then uh, what you what you permit, you promote what you permit, you promote. Amen, Bill. Very well said. Um, Well, anything else, Bill? We got uh, football back. Uh, Labor Day was fun. Uh, We're back on schedule here. It seems like Um, another weekly Wednesday weigh in. What do you know? What do you I am, you've rendered me speechless i have nothing i can't i can't help you nothing i'm done i've I put everything into it i'm through i'm gonna go back and sleep now it's nine o'clock in the morning i'm gonna go back and sleep for about six hours because i'm so spent with this one hour show <laughs> we try to keep it you know keep it light keep it an hour or hour or so just so that keeps people hungry keep keeps them wanting more uh you know what i mean so last time we saw you, you were stranded in the middle of the desert now you're back home safe bill and we're happy to hear it by the grace of God, we made it back. <laughs> All yeah. right, Billy Barnes. Uh, thanks again, man. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Remember, vote yes. Vote yes. Yes. Well, what more can you say about Bill Barnes than uh, he is quite a character. We love him. He's here every week. Uh, it's nice to record a day early so that we can get this episode out on time. Looking forward to chatting with Bill next week, whether we record Wednesday morning after the recall uh, election or maybe Tuesday night. We'll see. You guys will have to stay tuned for that. Uh, Either way, we will react to the election on September 14th. Big one here in California for the the governor recalling Gavin Newsom, hopefully, and bringing in somebody, anybody. I'm rooting for Larry Elder, but that's just me. So anyway, uh, next week's show should be a lot of fun. Bill, Bill will probably be angry and hot and uh, or overjoyed so uh, either way we're gonna have some fun i'm off next week so i have more availability to record with bill and we'll uh, we'll try to put that together very very soon um, and so stay tuned guys should be a fun episode next week uh guys thank you for tuning into this edition of the get home safe podcast the weekly wednesday weigh-in with my good friend bill barnes uh for those of you who don't know there's many great ways to follow the get home safe podcast our facebook and twitter or excuse me, Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast, and our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. 
email address, gethomesafepodcast at yahoo.com for those new, uh, just kind of relaying that information. Be sure to check out our podcast on YouTube, Get Home Safe Podcast. Can't miss it. Uh, give us a like, give us a follow at any platform. Always helps us. I enjoy getting the comments from you guys as well. It's uh, just a blessing to do this and continue to see it grow. So hopefully we hear from you guys. We get some topics and questions. Always, uh, always great to hear from fans and, and to get this thing very uh, fan friendly, fan, fan interaction. It uh, keeps this thing growing. So a, a fun guest on Friday. I won't tell you who it is. I will be posting a photo and some information about the Friday guest on Thursday. And also on Thursday, stay tuned for possibly a Facebook live that I'll do for about 15 minutes with kind of an NFL preview. Looking forward to the weekend, maybe making some picks some predictions for the upcoming games, just to kind of uh, get, get the juices flowing for some, uh, for some football. I know not everyone out there is an NFL fan, but for those that are, uh, hopefully you tune in there and check that out. So that's kind of a breakdown of what's coming up here for the get home safe podcast, big things ahead. I mean, with new changes, we got the background here. We got, uh, uh our lights, camera action. We got Bill Barnes, uh, a weekly guest Mondays. Uh, again, Mondays, a little different during the football season. I'm interviewing Mark Carson, the head coach of Rio Hondo prep football recording with him weekly to give a recap of the game. They just played and looking forward to the upcoming game. So that's been fun. We've been breaking down some film as well uh, on screen that you can see on YouTube. The, the footage is a little, little grainy, little choppy, but uh, I think you get the idea and that's been a lot of fun with Mark. So that's Monday. So you just heard a weekly Wednesday weigh-in and Friday will be joined by a new guest every week. Uh, either someone who's never been on or, so, or a repeat guest from uh, a few, few times, a few months back or so that uh, we can just talk about life, current events, maybe their journey. That's kind of the plan. So guys, thanks again. Appreciate you taking the time out of your busy week to tune in with us on the Get Home Save podcast. We'll be back on Friday. Fun conversation. I promise you that. And then next week, of course, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Real Hondo Prep Football. Bill Barnes on Weekly Wednesday Win, and another great guest on Friday. So let's keep this thing going. We are in uh, September. Life is good. Football is here. Fall is here. Man, it doesn't get much better than that. So guys, have a great rest of your week. We'll see you on Friday. But guys, as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. Yeah.